I remember like when I was a child, like I wanted to be a chemist. I was like, oh, I'm going to be a scientist, but I'm, I'm dyslexic. So nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine you balancing formulas being dyslexic? Oh, my God. I accidentally made math. No. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to cure cancer. What happened? Welcome back to 627 with your favorite host, me, Megan. And I bet you guys missed me because I was irresponsible and didn't finish editing my episode, so I didn't put one out last week. I apologize, but I hope that this distance between you and I has made the heart grow fonder, stronger, whatever that word is that's supposed to be inserted there, because it's been a couple weeks. But Hope you guys are doing fantastic. I am doing wonderfully. I had a fantastic trip. Um, It was seriously the most amazing trip I have ever taken. I saw some of the most amazing sites. I went to Zion, Grand Canyon, and of course Vegas. And it was truly some of the most breathtaking imagery, scenery, mountains, whatever, that my eyes could see. So... It was cool. I am so surprised that I made it back alive. I was dancing, literally dancing on the side of a mountain at one point, trying to take a video of myself because that's what I do best, you know, and my friend had to tell me to like calm down because I was about to jump off the side of the cliff. Um, I we had these like ice cleats that ironically I got down the entire mountain or not the entire mountain, like the bad part of the mountain with the ice. I, I got down it and was fine, decided to take them off, walked like literally five feet and then saw another ice patch and I was like, ah, screw it, I'm not gonna put them back on. Kid you not, I started sliding on down this mountain. People waiting at the bottom, just staring at me out, like eyes wide open, mouth dropped to the floor. And I'm just like sliding down, pretending everything's okay, but literally grasping to the side of this one foot ledge. It was unbelievable. So yeah, I did that. Um, You know, I... (laughs) Vegas. Uh, remember, the goal was to be on a yacht right now, just spending a billionaire's dollars. That was that was the goal. And let me tell you, I am all talk. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I looked good. As my me and my my gal, my friend that I went with, we looked ooh, ooh, ooh mighty fine. And there were multiple occasions when <laughs> men would literally ask, "Hey, where are you going? You want to come with us?" And when they'd ask me where I'm going, I would point in the opposite direction of where they were walking and just go, that way, <laughs> strap my stuff off. Like, oh my God. I, it was, I don't even know. I literally sit here telling you guys to go hype yourselves up and schmooze your way to the top. And I did the absolute opposite, but it's fine. It was a fantastic trip. Nonetheless, I'm happy to be back. Hope you guys are happy to hear me. I have a great episode up for you guys right here. I talk with Jay, who's a photographer. Um, he ep- actually echoes quite a few of the themes that I talked with Mary about, which love, love to hear, love to drive home some great messages. Um, in this episode, we talk a lot about following your own passions and, um, again, same with what Marianne mentioned, not following the money per se if it's not really preventing you that happiness. So following what your heart is telling you to do, those passions, 
not letting fear dictate your life, um, and stepping away from something that you thought was maybe the path you're supposed to be going down. So great themes here. Fantastic episode. I'm excited for you guys to hear this one. And um, yeah, happy to be back, party people. Okay, let's get to the episode. Your audio sounds fantastic. Do you have a microphone? I have a podcast studio. Ah, but that that would <laughs> make sense. <laughs> I'm just saying this. It was like perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, we uh, we do a podcast every Monday, so. Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. Well, we'll I'll have to hear more about that um, down the road here. But thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Yeah, no evening. problem. The evening, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Jay, if you want to go ahead and start off with a little introduction about yourself, where you're from, any hobbies you may have, and then we'll jump right into the career. All right. Uh, well, my name is Jay Scott. I'm a photographer for, uh, wow, over almost 30 years now. How many? <laughs> almost 30. 30. Oh my gosh. Wow. So you're like a pro. <laughs> I, I, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only 38. So. Okay. Well, okay. Well then, yeah, then that, that makes sense. That's doable. You're not like 60. I'm just saying you don't sound, no. you don't sound that old. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So photographer, punk rock musician, and that's about it. Awesome. Podcaster, okay. Yeah. Very cool. And where are you from? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, yeah, no problem. I'm originally from Tampa, Florida. Okay. Uh, lived in Florida most of my life, traveled, lived in Seattle for the last decade, and then just recently moved back to Florida. Okay. So uh, how was that transition over to Seattle? Because that's a pretty big jump in weather. Yeah. No, uh, the weather wasn't the issue. It was the, uh, the mentality. Really? Okay. Uh, Cause I'm East coast. So I have like a mm -hmm. straightforward approach and they're very, uh, <laughs> passive aggressive over there. So. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Okay. Well, let's just get right into things then. So, um, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to any of the other episodes, but typically I like to start anywhere from high school to college, some somewhere in that range, just figure out what it was that you were thinking you wanted to do at that point in your life. And then <laughs> how you kind of started transitioning up. And as we go along and I hear about your career, your jobs, whatever it is, I'm just going to start throwing questions. So we might go off on tangents, but that's how I like it. So <laughs> wherever you want to start <laughs> all about it. Uh, so my grandfather shot for National Geographic. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, I or was Irish and Spanish immigrant grandparents. Uh, he shot for National Geo, got me into it at a young age. Uh, didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was just like more into like music and punk rock and like playing in mm -hmm. bands. And then once all that failed and a marriage failed, I was like, all right, let's crack down on this and uh, make a career out of it. So Very cool. That's where, that's where okay. I'm at now. <laughs> okay, super cool. Okay, so let's go through. Um, let's start. You said you started photography when you were eight, and I'm yeah. assuming that was with your grandfather kind of being your mentor at that point. Yes and no. Like he was more into like uh, landscape and all that, and people. I really like people. Like people, that's my thing. Like, uh huh. So I kind of went one way. He didn't really like it, but I kept going and got to where I'm at now. Okay. Very cool. So come high school. Um, and uh, did you go to college? Uh, kinda. <laughs> okay. So I'd love to hear about what, uh, was going on in your head, high school and college, uh, well, around so that I, time. Yeah, no problem. So in, uh, high school, I actually left school at 16 and graduated early. Okay, cool. Traveled around some bands, did that. And then I went to a community college for audio engineering. Um, 
what what is that <laughs> uh so basically like uh recording in studios and whatnot okay very cool yeah and like setting up podcasts now mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what what sparks that interest uh just being a musician like i've been mm-hmm. playing piano since i was six play drums bass guitar piano and yada 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 okay um so i wasn't really sure if i wanted to do photography or audio mm-hmm. you know and I don't know something about visual arts always stuck with me like every band i played with i did the flyers i did the album work always cool. back burner to the photography but uh yeah this just made more sense so i stuck with that very cool okay and then after you graduated from or got your degree from a community college what did where'd you go off to then uh at that point i put it on hold started playing more bands i was on a label for a while Trying to be the rock star, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. And you said you were traveling with when you were doing the working with these bands? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, I just kind of got burnt out on it. And I was like, you know what? I appreciate being behind the scenes and working on art more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing, you know, like portraits and weddings and events. And it wasn't All for, like, like freelance type of work. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, freelance. And then uh, I got a few gigs with a few magazines. And I just got burnt out on the business aspect of everything. And so I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to do this my way and the way my heroes did it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it was so freeing just to do it my way. Very cool. Uh, I'd love to hear what what my way entails and how that um, <laughs> was different from working for these other like or doing these more business. That, uh, yeah, specific, uh, I don't know how to frame that, but <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing great. Um, most photographers go for like the commercial angle and what's like the social norm okay and they're scared to step outside of that box mm-hmm. and be creative they're afraid to fail and i was not at all i was like mm-hmm. if it happens it happens uh so yeah i just i i got burnt out on the the corporate aspect and like you know it's a, a money making machine you got to do this and this to do this and i was like i don't like these rules and being put in a box mm-hmm. so yeah just kind of like branched out started like experimenting with different art styles different uh, camera techniques and whatnot. And that actually worked out way better for me. Oh, awesome. And and that's what you're doing now? Yes. Okay, cool. So what is, um, not to <laughs> put you back into the <laughs> business mind and business model, but just Go curious what that looks like then from how you're um, sustaining like living expenses and all of that stuff under your own model. Well, I definitely made more money doing the, uh, the commercial stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I made a living doing uh, like The Economist and all these other magazines, Mm -hmm. but it was just like soul sucking and not really artistic to me. Okay. But it paid the bills. So, so I I don't know. I kind of feel like a, like a sellout for doing what I was doing and got into a rut and it was like, just uh, like cookie cutter, you know, same thing Mm -hmm. every day. So branched out, did my own thing. It was more satisfying for me personally, Mm -hmm. but less, uh, financially viable <laughs> yeah for a and while if it makes you happy though <laughs> yeah exactly right I, I think this is pretty funny that I'm having this conversation with you now because I just interviewed another woman yesterday she spoke pretty much to the same tune of what you're saying is she was also in a in a uh, corporate position that she was making really great money from but it just mm-hmm. took such a toll on her happiness and she had to walk away from it so I think it's interesting that I've got two back-to-back stories here saying the same thing <laughs> Well, I mean, you really have to weigh it out. It's like, what's more important to you? Paying the bills and having a lot of extra money or, you know, paying the bills and having no extra money, but 
artistically being free and no burden on your back. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Enjoying what you're waking up to every, every morning. Yeah. I think there's, what's the old adage, like do what you love and it's not a job. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so can I ask, um, how far into your like photography career was this when you decided to make that jump into just doing your own thing and stepping away from more of that corporate world? <laughs> Ironically, it was right about the time I got divorced. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I was I was making uh, a lot of money doing like weddings, right? Okay. And nobody wants the divorce guy being like, "You don't ever work." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I just I didn't want to be that that Debbie Downer. So it was right about that time I started like focusing on more of the black and white style. I don't know if you've seen my work online or not. I actually, yeah, it, okay. I did. I, I looked at, um, after I saw your email signature, I clicked on your work and it's definitely very different than what I've seen typical photography. So I totally can understand what you're, where you're getting at. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, I mean, you can see the transition too, where it's like, okay, this is more color. This is more mm -hmm. like vibrant and like commercial stuff you'd see in magazines or whatever, or ads. And then it takes a dark turn to like, oh, okay, now he's doing more people focused portraits and then yep. it evolves into this. Okay. What the hell is this? Yeah, not going <laughs> to lie. I had that exact thought <laughs> because I was scrolling for a little bit. And then I did see that transition into more just like portraits of the black and white. And then I did mm -hmm. see some pops of color and I was like, okay, he definitely found his niche. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's I mean, awesome though. I mean, I, I, I missed the financial stability. Mm -hmm. That's great. But I mean, I'm doing well now. I mean, I, I run a podcast, I build podcasts for people and I do my artwork and then I'll take certain contract jobs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's awesome. The artistic freedom is like what make means the most to me. Mm -hmm. Well, and I feel like that is also such a big part of being more of a creative individual. Everyone I've spoken to who has that uh, creative side and needs a creative outlet if you are being limited based on what other people want you to do, especially in that, that type of career path, I can't mm -hmm. imagine like wanting to continue with it because isn't that the, like the name of like artistry is having exactly. getting to embrace your own style, your own techniques. So well, I, to I an extent too, there, there's the other aspect of that. Like, so people like, like me, they stray away from the commercial aspect because of like, it's too corporate, too mainstream. And they're like, and they think, oh, well, I'm just going to focus on art and being creative and put my stuff up in private galleries and all this. But then there's a whole underlining animal to that. that is very much the same thing you just left. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's a complete catch 22. Like the grass is always greener. No, it's not. It's the same thing. Different facade. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd love to hear more about these po this podcast um, side of what you're doing as well, too, if you want to touch on that now. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, so Seattle, we started a podcast years ago. It was a sick love show. It was basically a drunken dating <laughs> and relationship advice show. People call okay. in, three guys getting drunk, like, hey, don't do what I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so relocated to Florida, revamped it, got burnout on that. And we started doing uh, more intelligent, more NPR style podcast called Evolution of Understanding. Okay. So we take things like germ theory, what we used to think it was, compared to what we think about it now. Very cool. That sounds very interesting. I might have to take a listen. Yeah, it's on iTunes and Spotify and all that. Evolution of Understanding. Evolution of Understanding. Uh, okay. Yep. Uh, we were doing it every Monday night, going live and uh, Twitch and all that. 
But as of actually this Monday night, we decided to kill that and go back to the sick love show. So that's <laughs> oh, damn it. Okay. So I've got, I've got a limit to the number of episodes I can listen to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave them up for you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool though. Okay. And, and I take it, you love the, the podcast life. You know, it's great. Like I said, I music production and all that's like another part of my life. So being behind mm-hmm. the scenes, producing and just doing something creatively where I'm not in the limelight, I love. Mm-hmm. So being in a podcast, it's like I can just hang out, be myself with friends, not have to worry about like what people see visually and all that. And still get a message out and have fun with it. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's yeah. Know, it's, it's, it's the reverse side to the coin of art or photography. Definitely. And you said you also help other people build podcasts. I do. Yeah. Uh, primarily, I, you know, I, I work on Fiverr for freelancing stuff to build. Okay. Budding podcasters. I, I make templates for the recording software. I get them set up from start to finish and get them going on their own. Uh, and I've got some other clients that I work with, some pretty big clients. But yeah, so that's what I do. I, just, I build podcasts. I make podcasts of ours. I do art. <laughs> Very cool. That's that's awesome. Um, when did the podcast, like what kind of spurred that? Was it just you and two buddies were like, hey, we're drunk. Well, we want to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it started years ago, uh, back in my like punk rock like band days. We, uh, we used to run pirate radio out of my house. <laughs> okay. And when like the uh, the switch of the internet happened where it's like, okay, radio is dying, but now there's this whole new like frontier of the internet and everybody <laughs> can hear it, not just people within a 20 mile radius. So we just kind of built up from that and just kind of switched the format. Very cool. Very, very cool. Um, so I have to, so I'd like to go back a little bit through your career journey because I feel like these are always questions that my listeners ask me for. Um, and I'm just curious about myself, but at what point you said like the whole corporate transition, we, we got through that, but was there at any point in your photography journey where you're like, is this really what I'm meant to be doing? Should I be switching into looking into something more? Every want, single day. <laughs> yeah. And can we get, can we talk about that a little bit? Cause I feel like that's something that a lot of people go through, um, no, especially people right out of college who are, you know, getting into their first job and two years in they're thinking, holy crap, this is not what I anticipated my life looking like. That's um, just life in general too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it's so trial true. and error. It's all trial and error. Like, mm-hmm. and just pretend that you know what you're doing. No, like, yeah. I mean, I remember like when I was a child, like I wanted to be a chemist. I was like, oh, I'm going to be a scientist, but I'm, I'm dyslexic. So nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Could you imagine you balancing formulas being dyslexic? Oh my God. I accidentally made meth. No. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> I was trying to cure cancer. What happened? No, um, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. So like the formulaic way of life is like, you know, you have all this outside pressure to like get a job, do this, have a career, set your life up from, you know, like the boomers, like our grandparents and whatnot, you know? And it's like, you guys didn't have it figured out. Like, why are you pushing this on the me? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And still, yeah. And then like still to this day, like, Every single day, it's a struggle because as an entertainer, as an artist, there's this ego involved where it's like, nobody's paying attention to me. I'm (laughs) going to quit. But then you're like, no, I'm going to persevere and be like something, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a constant battle. Um, I mean, I have my good days where I feel like on top of it and I have days where I'm like, I'm done. I can't get this edit I want. I'm quitting. Mm -hmm. 
the uh, the momentum is just gone. I've hit a wall. So you take a break, you know, try something else and then come right back to it. Yeah. Did you ever actually take those actions to potentially leave photography or were you just those, you know, two day, three day periods where like, screw it, I'm, I'm over <laughs> it, but really not. So I have a really bad habit of like, you know, stockpiling, stockpiling a bunch of equipment, doing my thing. And when I hit a, a wall, uh, I kind of go like eccentric with it and I just sell everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I have nothing but my phone. And I'm like, you know what? It's been a few months. Let's let's go uh, stock up on everything I need. Get back into it. Re uh, find my love for it again. Uh huh. Then hit a rut. Sell everything and start over. Do you really? Okay. I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm very minimalist. Yeah. Everything. Wait, I, I'm actually curious about this though. So, like, when you do that, what do you do for those three those three four months when you're on your sabbatical from your passion? <laughs> Thinking about it constantly, like, oh my god, did I just screw up? Like, yeah. Can I call them back and get my stuff back? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Back to Facebook marketplace you go. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Very interesting. So then what gets you, what keeps you going then in the long run? You know, it's, it's it's funny you ask that because it's getting harder and harder every day. Yeah. (laughs) Just with the fact like with the technology progressing the way it is, Mm -hmm. the fact that everyone has an amazing camera in their pocket but no talent to back it up. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're yeah. talking to me. <laughs> that, that is me. <laughs> you should see the pictures I have on my, my photo roll right, or my camera roll right now. <laughs> kind of horrendous. I'm That's not even awesome. kidding. Yesterday, yesterday I just took, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I don't know why I'm saying this. Bring but... it. Oh, I want to hear it so bad now. <laughs> no. So like, I'm, I'm really trying to up my Instagram game because mm-hmm. um, I, I like, I you know that me, I'm not going to, you know, but I post stupid stuff, but I was like, okay, I'm going to make like an aesthetically pleasing post. So I took out, my bananas and had them sitting on a rack and I saw this like ray of sunshine coming through the kitchen window. And okay, I, like, you have did, to like, add a... me. I, I so want to see these. Please add no, me. I didn't post it because I was so okay. embarrassed. I like, I panned around the bananas in the light. You know what? I will post it just for you. Please do. Yes. I, I so is, want to see this. It is just like hideous. Oh so, but yeah, that is, uh, <laughs> that is my photography skills. Anyways. Um... Well, but that's the thing though. Like, I mean, People nowadays, like I see online all the time where I lose clients to some some person that's been doing it literally two months and they're using an iPhone. Mm -hmm. And I'm not judging. I mean, the way I look at it, like people always ask me, they're like, are you brand loyal and blah, blah, blah. Like I was like, no, look at it this way. You can build a house with any hammer. That doesn't matter. It's it's the talent behind the tool. Yeah, I I love that analogy right there. And so it's like, but these people that don't know how to use a hammer are flooding the market with mm-hmm. just subpar material. And it makes it harder for people that have actually been doing this for, you know, many, many years honing their craft. Mm-hmm. And all these people here are like, oh, my God, that's a great color photo. It's like, yeah, well, that's also filters. That's not talent. That's right. Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that being very frustrating, especially, too, with the way that social media is able to connect people nowadays, like via TikTok, for instance. You mm-hmm. can connect with anybody who says that they have those skills. So I can imagine that being frustrating as somebody who's been practicing it for as long as you. But it's, it's a double-edged sword because it's also amazing that we have these, these platforms now where we can reach an audience or a clientele that we normally wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You just have to wade through the, uh, the point and clicks. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you say you're working, not only are you like putting out your own material, um, Mm. but you're still working with clients. I do. Yes. Uh, so I do like portraits. I I work a lot with models. 
Mm-hmm. So somebody wanted to up their uh, portfolio game. They like my style, so they'll hit me up, and you know, so I do that, or I'll seek out models to do my own my own projects where it's like you've seen a weird edit where it's like this looks like a person, but now it's like mm-hmm. kaleidoscopy and weird. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very cool, very very cool. So, next question for you here. Mm-hmm. So, um, as somebody who at this point like I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do long-term. I'm actually pretty happy with my, my job right now. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not at all where I thought I would be in like two years ago. I thought I'd be doing something (laughs) pretty different and that's only two years. So as I look towards my future and like based on your experiences and kind of where your mindset has been, how do you encourage like people to continue looking for new professions if they're not totally satisfied with what they're doing other than like selling off everything that they owned and just right. saying I'm taking a break. But what would you say, like, if you were, could go back 10 years even, mm-hmm. and just think about where you were at that point in your life and maybe weren't happy, what would you recommend somebody do? What I would honestly tell somebody is like, F what other people think, right? Okay. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to be really hard on yourself and all this. It's, you know, just get past that, try new things. If it makes you uncomfortable or unhappy in the slightest bit, that is not the path for you. And we get stuck in this rut where we're like, well, it's, it's security. It's this. And then maybe I can do this as a hobby. No, don't do it that way. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. the more you put into what you love, the happier you're going to be, the more genuine and authentic it's going to be without that, uh, that lingering like uh, doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Balls to the wall. Do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm curious, how long do you think someone should give something a go um, before saying like, okay, actually, this is not for me. If they've got those like unhappy feelings with it, or or maybe not necessarily unhappy, but it's just challenging. When when do you pull the plug? Yes, exactly. I've been doing it 30 years and it's been up and down and I'm not stopping. So yeah. Okay. I love that. I love that. I I don't wake up the next day. That's when you stop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I'm actually so pleased with the timing of these conversations because I had again this conversation with the woman yesterday mm-hmm. because um she also went through something similar where she was just giving it a go because she thought this was her this uh, career choice was her passion and everything and then she finally decided to step away after like two or three years and I thought that was such an important point of giving it a proper chance because I think especially with the way that social media or like all these different tools we have under our belt now that give us instant gratification. I -hmm. think it's really easy to pull away from something too soon. And that can lead to this constant cycle of feeling like you're not being fulfilled or not finding that like your purpose in life. But sometimes you do have to stick it out a bit and give it the proper time and allow yourself to really test the waters with whatever it is you're trying to do. I'm not saying like, you know, three years, if you're absolutely miserable and there's not any, and you, and you think it's your dream job and that's what you should be doing on paper, but it's still not fulfilling like that inner happiness, then yeah, absolutely walk away. But you know, if you give it four months and it's not exactly what it looked like or what you thought it was, that doesn't mean it's not necessarily for you. You got to make sure you give it the proper time to, to really see if it's what you want to be doing. No, absolutely. And that's the thing is like, People walk away from things because they're scared. Like fear is a huge thing, but I embrace the fear because the fear is what motivates me to, to do better. You know, like if that fear mm-hmm. is not there, if I'm too comfortable with something and I'm like too cocky and arrogant about it, or like, I just think it's going great right away. 
if I don't doubt myself, then I know I'm not doing it right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it's like, this is too easy. It's like, that's no, no, something, people are lying to you and <laughs> the results are not going to be true. Mm-hmm. You are have you, to have the, go ahead. Right, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you just have to have that struggle and that's how you know you're doing something right. Like, yeah, just don't give up. Like, I mean, just keep trying. I mean, obviously there is a point where you're like, Oh, I'm a surgeon and all my patients are dying. It's like, look okay, at that's <laughs> right. not the job for right. you. Right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I think that's important too, is like some people are just not good at things and that's okay right. to accept. Um, like Trump is president, over- he should have yeah. given up years ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I think that people, like you need to accept it too if you're not good at it. And that's just like face the facts. It sucks, but face the facts. But I do I do agree with everything you're saying. Um, how I am curious though, like you embrace failure, which I think is a ama- er, fear because, and I think that's yep. amazing because- a lot of people run from it and I'm guilty of that. I get, I definitely turn away from fear, but how do you overcome that and tell yourself like, it is okay to fail. It is okay to be judged. It is like all those things that people typically fear when they're trying to pursue something new. How do you personally get over that and get yourself to keep going with it? Well, so I was never like that before. Like, I mean, I was always afraid to fail. Uh, the one thing that, that freed me from everything, like if, if and I hate to say this, but if, if, if you've ever seen the movie Fight Club, I have not, and I know okay. it's a classic, oh, wow. so wow. I know. Okay, I know. I'm gonna get you can yell at me because <laughs> I know it's a. Cl- I'm so bad at classic movies. <laughs> it's, okay, the, my, the most classic movie I've seen is like Dumb and Dumber. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Okay, yeah. we're gonna have a talk after this. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, I mean, you just the only way to truly free yourself is to hit rock bottom. You have to make that 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 plummet and get hurt. You have to feel the pain to realize once you feel that and you've lost everything, you can't have anything else taken away from you. So once that happens, that safety net is gone. That fear is gone because you can't plummet any further than what you already have. Mm-hmm. So the only way to go is up. Yeah. And you just have, that's why I'm a minimalist. Like, I mean, I, I literally sold off everything I ever owned mm-hmm. and traveled. And I was like, this is great. I limited myself to owning less than 75 things. I'm like, I have this, 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 and this. Let's try this for a while. Mm-hmm. And then you see the disconnect and you start being more creative and finding ways to make things work. Like yeah, less changing is more, your values. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this absolutely. is material, material things. That's why. When people ask me, like, dude, I can't, I can't believe you just sold a 1969 Martin acoustic guitar. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I had my phone with it, mm-hmm. done with it. Let somebody else enjoy it. I don't need it sitting here collecting dust. Yeah. It, it was made to be played. Let somebody play it. So you have to like just free yourself from that like material mentality and the fear of failure. Just like fail on purpose and you'll see how freeing it is. <laughs> yeah. That scares it. Like he's on. Oh me. <laughs> yeah. No, I get you. Exactly. No, <laughs> like you said, terrifying. hit rock bottom and my heart just kind of like, uh, I want to clarify. I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Did not do it on purpose. Never would have, but I'm glad it happened. Like it, yeah. it builds, it builds character. It gives you like insight to who you really are as a person. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what would be a good comparison to somebody who hasn't gone through necessarily hitting rock bottom but how to get to that point of feeling like that that freedom that you're describing because i do i mean oh it's it's bs at that point if they say they have it they really you know when you talk to somebody when they've been through life like hard mm -hmm. hard life you know and they have more valuable information and knowledge than anybody else yeah everybody else is just delusioned at that point If, if they've lived like a silver spoon life you're like everything's peachy keen this is great it's like no 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 no. Mm-hmm. 
you need to lose something to feel something. Yeah. It's growth. That's what it is, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. Wow. Sorry, let me get off my soapbox here. No, not at all. I'm <laughs> I'm just sitting here, like my my wheels are spinning out. I'm thinking, like, well, shit, what, what am I gonna have <laughs> I don't recommend it. I don't yeah. suggest doing it. Don't yeah. aim for that. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not. Absolutely not. But <laughs> and I hope yeah. you never do, but if it does, embrace it. Yeah, yeah. Grow, learn from it, don't don't dwell on the the hardships. Yeah, I mean, make it make a positive out of a negative. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jay, I don't want to take too much of your time tonight because you might have to go get drunk with your buddies and record a podcast tonight. But um, do you have Judgy. any? I hear you judging. No. Yeah, no, I actually think that's amazing. And I might go do that with my girlfriends this weekend with a bottle of wine. So excellent. Yeah, it sounds like a fantastic idea to me. So um, but I do I do want to give you like one more just very broad question of anything else you'd love to just share with the listener, uh, whether it's a message, um, whether it's a hard point in your career, which, I mean, we've talked about a little bit, but, um, anything that you think that the listeners should know that just can tie this all together and really, yeah. uh, I don't know, something good, good to leave the listener with. Tomorrow is never guaranteed or promised. So don't put too much thought into the future or into the past. Just live every day like you should, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Be creative be creative, be kind, and be honest. That's the biggest thing. Like be brutally honest with yourself and everyone else. And that's it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Jay. Do you want to go ahead and redrop that your podcast? Because um, they sound interesting and I'm sure my audience would love to tune into something new. So other than my beautiful voice, of course, but (laughs) and you have an amazing voice. You're doing, I think Uh, you're going to go part of this podcast. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The best interviews I've had in a while, honestly. Oh, well, that makes me so happy. Thank you. (laughs) All Uh, right. Go ahead. Take it. Sure. You, uh, you can check out my photography on Instagram. It's at J Scott photographer. Um, starting next week, you can check out the new podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, wherever, or on Twitch every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a uh, sick love show. Sick love show. Okay. And that's it. And, uh, and we encourage people to call in with any sort of questions or advice you want. Okay, perfect. And can you remind me of the other one? I know it's not, you're not oh, yeah, it, yeah. but just curious what that one was called again. Uh, Evolution of Understanding, available same places. Same places. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Jay. It has been a pleasure. Likewise. Thank you so much. Yep. Talk to you later, Jay. Alrighty, what another fantastic episode. I hope you guys liked this one. I thought this one was super conversational, which I really liked. Like, we didn't really follow the career route a lot, but there was a lot of funny, I feel like funny comments made in there. Um, I will in- indeed post the video of my bananas if, if you guys are actually curious what that looked like. So I'm going to go ahead and drop that. So look for that. Um... And let's see, what are the the main themes that I wanted to point out here? Again, I thought the whole chasing the passion and not the money, love how that's a recurring theme. Again, I understand that money kind of runs our world, but it doesn't have to. And if you're not happy doing what you're doing, then that's a red flag, okay? Um, I also thought it was interesting how he talked about his minimalistic lifestyle, the whole selling everything off. You know, I can never do that. Jay, if you're listening to this, that is fantastic of you. I envy your ability to do that. I know that you'd probably say anyone could do it. Personally, I know myself. I know my values. I think it's okay to spend your money on things that you 
truly value. But I do think it's a great idea that if you have money as a source of stress or you just kind of need a change, maybe a minimalistic route is for you. I do think that I even noticed myself spending money on stupid valueless things that I just want in the moment and money does is a source of stress. So if you think that like taking taking the aspect of being able to purchase things out of your mindset, um, maybe focus more on the experiences, then that could be some sorts of stress relief and could be a great alternative to whatever it is that you're doing now. So um, just thought it was cool to talk to somebody who's actually experienced that. And then finally, screwing the judgment. I am an advocate for this. So go ahead, screw that judgment, post what you want, do what you want, follow those dreams. As Jay said, he... uh, followed his passion of how he wants to be artistically creative person and isn't really following what, you know, the typical um, creative style is of photographers these days. And he's a lot happier doing it. So screw the judgment. If you want to go do something, go do it. Who cares what other people think? It doesn't, it really does not matter. They're going to forget about it in approximately 45 minutes. So there you go. Okay, to finish this off, podcast plugs. He has the Sick Love Show, which is his one that's ongoing now. Again, that's Sick Love Show. And then Evolution of Understanding. That's the one that he has discontinued, but it is still available. So check those out. Pretty much sounds like they're on every platform. As always, like this episode. Follow the podcast. Send it to a friend. Send it to a grandma. Um, Also, if anyone has any, like, if you talk to anybody who has a cool career path, please feel free to send them to my What Now Megan. They might think I'm a loco, a loco nut, but I love talking to random people. Oh, fun fact. I actually printed out cards and brought them to Mardi Gras with me uh, two weeks ago and tried to hand them out. If you're in Soulard and you happen to step on a crumpled up piece of paper that says Just Doing Life do you have an interesting career? DM Megan. Uh, please pick it up. That is valuable. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have since then received approximately uh, zero DMs about people who want me to interview them. So I'm looking for people. So no, I don't want to know them. Don't ask if you are someone I know. I'm sorry. I love you, but I'm not looking to interview you. Um, we could just have a chat on the phone. Anyways, that was a really long outro. I'm sorry, but Okay, you know what? Seize the bulls, grab the day by the horns, go just do life. Bye, people.